I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And, uh, Doing sound today is Tom, and uh, Joe's roaming around taking pictures. All right, because we, we are on location today. We're on a field trip to Longship Brewing. So we're pretty excited about that. Get out yeah. of the studio and come check out Longship. Uh, please keep sharing our podcast with your beer drinking friends. Let them know they can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Facebook, and Podbean. Uh, please subscribe, comment, rate us. We don't even care what you comment or how you rate us. Just do it. Uh, also, you can follow us on Instagram at I Like Beer the Podcast. On Twitter, you can find me at I Like Beer the Po One, and I am I Like Beer the Ta One. And today we are meeting with Dan Yaimovich. Hello. How do I do with Yaimovich? Close. Yeah, yeah, close. No cigar, <laughs> but close. Uh, owner of Longship Brewing. Thanks for having us, Dan. Well, thank you yeah, guys thank for you. coming. Yeah. yeah, this is a great Glad place you have. Uh, what's thank your address you. here? The address here is 10320 Camino Santa Fe, Suite C, in San Diego, California, 92121. It's up in Mira Mesa, Sonta Valley area. Right, so if you're coming to San Diego to check out the beer scene, you're coming to Biramar, and make sure you make a trip over here to Longship Brewing. And today we hope to get to hear a little bit about your story, how, how you got started here. Uh, what is the Longship Brewing origin story? How, how did you get into this? How did all this get so started? So I actually started, uh, you know, like most people, had my first sip of beer and just fell in love with it. Um, and I actually uh, studied, studied history in college, uh, hence the, the you know the historic theme that we have here. Uh, but I actually wrote my thesis paper on beer, on the history of beer, on um, you know the current current culture. That was you know ten years ago now, but right. uh, but you know had a roommate who started home brewing and that got me into it and. You know, just pretty much have been brewing for 14 years now. Did you go and to school here in San Diego? I went to school in Irvine. I grew up in San Diego. I uh, went to school in Irvine uh, and then took a, uh, a brewing course before, you know, any of the schools here had it. I took okay. the American Brewers Guild course. Uh, and, but for a very long time, I'd known I wanted to be in the industry. I've known I've wanted to have beer as part of what I did. And... You know, I grew up in a small family business, so owning my own place didn't seem so alien. Right. Uh, or, but, or threatening yeah, or just, daunting. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like a lot of people started home brewing, started brewing in my parents' kitchen. What styles uh, were you, did you start with? Where, what were your successes well, <laughs> and what were your experiments? <laughs> so I only ever followed two recipes, you know, to try to get the, the basics and the proportions down. Uh, my very first recipe was a pale ale that did not turn out to be a pale ale <laughs> and, and has since Did it turn out to be palatable? It uh, was actually one of our opening beers. Okay. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, my very first recipe was called Abomination because it was supposed to be a pale ale, but it was way too hoppy, way too malty, way too strong. Uh, it actually was... Later, I kind of tried figuring out what it was. It was an American strong ale. And the recipe okay. since morphed then, uh, and that's actually one of our beers that we're going to be coming out with soon again. Oh, it's uh, coming back. Coming back, yeah. yeah. Nice. 
Uh, it's a great, great beer, but you know, it's a 10 percenter. So are you yeah. still working off that, that original <laughs> recipe then? I've, uh, I went back to the drawing board on it and kind of just said, all right, let's double down and kind of made it from a, you know, 7% to a 10% and just kind of upped all the flavors and it turned out fantastic. Okay. It's still one of those beers. So when can we expect that to? That will probably be out in December. In December. Uh, oh, holiday. We have, Come a, we back have for a 10 lot percenter of, in yeah. the holidays. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, we have Getting a lot of strong of beers right now. Uh, right now we have uh, our All Thing 2019, which was an Imperial Stout. That was our anniversary beer. Then we have our Ragnabok, which is a Doppelbock. We're one of six breweries in the county that have one of that style. It's a strong German strong dark lager, and it's a great, great beer. It's actually our first award-winning beer, so we're very proud of that one. And so, but yeah, I mean, our focus is just brewing palatable beers, beers that we want to drink and beers that, you know, taste good and, uh, and just the variety. Uh, we pride ourselves in our variety and that we can make anything from a Pilsner to an Imperial style and everything in between. Right. And, and so you're a history major, you know, yes. you're going into the, into mm -hmm. the, the beer business and you're, you're not daunted by the, the, the whole yes. task, but how do you land on Longship and your Norse theme? So, you know, just from, uh, from my home brewing days, the thing I absolutely fell in love with beer is the sheer limitless potential of it. You know, your imagination is your limit, your skill is your limit, and it's that exploration of what beer can be that really drew me to it. Uh, you know, we picked Longship Brewery because uh, one aspect of the Norsemen that I admired was their ability and drive to just go out in the world and explore. Mm -hmm. You know, archaeologists have found evidence of them all over the world, in Asia and North America, just places you wouldn't think that Northern Europeans would be. And the ship that was responsible for taking them there was the Longship. Uh, the rest of the theme came along with it. Uh, but it's really that focus on exploration, discovery of the world of beer uh, that is why we're called Longship. That's why we asked the question. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's good. That is good. That's <laughs> a great, great explanation. I like to say it was their vessel <laughs> to explore the world, yeah. so we made it our vessel to explore beer. And, you know, we have fun with the names, obviously. Sure. Right. Uh, oh, you yeah, know, you have, have great names. We have fun names. with the decor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all the, we have a bunch of round shields, yeah. three-foot round shields, what they would have used. Um, but all the tanks, uh, well, the wood itself was reclaimed from the crates the tanks came in everything's handmade oh, interesting. I, That's very cool. all the brass edging on them was handmade a friend of mine uh, has been teaching me blacksmith blacksmithing and i do that as well so it's just well, that's you know, we have fun with it that's very cool. what what obstacles uh did you run across in your early days or in highlights uh, in those early days getting started hey, when um, did you get started i'm sorry so longship itself opened july 1st 2016 but it took me about three years to actually open. Um, I had to find that balance of, you know, rushing the system and, mm -hmm. you know, just doing the build out before I got my permits or wait for the permits and then do the build out. <laughs> yeah. But the whole system is a little backwards in my opinion, where you need a signed lease, you need a location, you need, you actually need to be fully built out before you get your final approvals. And that's just, that's right, a lot of make sense. Right, that's a lot of time. investment to not have the stamp of approval. Uh, so yet. we were, I was actually in here uh, with the signed lease for seven months before the TTV got around to giving me their approval before I could even start building. So it was, 
it was a long time where you just got to stay on top of people. And, uh, <laughs> then the ABC, the state level, uh, you have once you get a final approval, you have 30 days to brew a product. Doesn't matter what size. So right. we had our compliance ale, which was a small batch we did. So I mean, it's. So there's a lot of hiccups like that, uh, you know, permitting. If you're not familiar with the process um, and you're thinking about joining the club, uh, definitely look into the permits, both the, you know, the actual alcohol production and building, because I feel like I've become, you know, an apprentice at... <laughs> yeah, you might, over, might overlook those I'm parts. A, first I'm a, yeah. Now I can do plumbing, electrical <laughs> work. <laughs> that seems to be a common things. story yeah, we yeah. hear, yeah, huh? Yeah, that's very funny. <laughs> Don't worry, we're not planning on getting business. We want you yeah, to keep yeah. brewing yeah, great beer. We just want to drink it and hear the sure. stories. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so it, from you, you're talking about when you first tried beer, You realized, what were some of your early influences as far as on your brewing and maybe even just on your what you, what you drank in terms of your styles? Um, I mean, my... For what I, I like to drink, that changes like right. most people with the weather and the season right. and just you know what I'm kind of craving. But um, my brewing style was, I, I can pinpoint uh, one instance where my brewing style was affected. It was uh, when I first started going out to beer festivals, there was one in Balboa Park and they were giving six ounce tasters, so it was a better, one of the better ones. Um, but I remember this one beer called Ichabod Crane. I don't remember the brewery. It was a heavily spiced beer. The first taste of it was phenomenal. It was my favorite beer that day. I could not finish the six ounce taster. Oh, interesting. Um, it just, it was an intense, beautiful flavor, but it just overpowered your palate so fast that you couldn't drink six ounces. It sounds like every and barley wine I've ever had. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> so it's it kind of made me realize like, all right, well, there's no point in making a good beer if you, you can't. can't drink it. So now my or barometer- Or can't sell at least six ounces exactly. of it. Exactly. <laughs> so now that from that day, my barometer was for good beer was if you want another one. Uh, so if you can have two, you made a good beer. Um, you know, a drinkable beer, a well-balanced beer, something that's not gonna overpower because yeah, you can have a lot of great flavor, but if you don't enjoy it till the end, right? Was it really a good beer? You know, right? Um, so that's, you know, any beer we make, uh, you know, with different flavorings or different, uh, even hops, um, you know, we don't make beers that slap you in the face. I personally don't like those. Mm -hmm. uh, I've realized a lot of people don't like them either, and you know, there are people who make them if you want that. There's you know, plenty of those beers of those in San Diego around. if you're looking for yeah, a but we slap in the face. We believe in a well-balanced beer where the flavors are present but not overpowering. And that goes for every single one of our beers. Well, I speak for the team. We appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, what we've, we've learned to like over, sure. over the years, too. Right. I think as you get a little older, too, a little more mature, we'll say, <laughs> um, you start to, you want to be able to, like you said, you want to be able to sit around and drink one or two. and. Exactly. You know, and still be able to carry on a conversation and walk out the door. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, yeah. we do have an 13% yeah. of yeah, so you stout, so that's <laughs> so you the, the alcohol content's not one of the yeah. words. So, uh, so what are some of your best sellers? Uh, so people so, that are visiting I mean, We are in San Diego, so our best uh, seller is the Rolling Fogs, our hazy IPA. Uh, however, during the summer, our Sunstone Pilsner was actually getting up there. Uh, actually made it a, number one a couple of weeks. Um, you know, IPAs are always going to be king, but our other top seller right now is our Rolo Salted Caramel Stout. Uh, we do rotate our stouts out quite a bit. 
Um, we're always always coming out with something different. Uh, the next batch might be something else. You know, so we'll see. How often do you rotate those? Um, every other batch. Okay. Uh, so there's no no set timeline. No set. No, just no, depends like on when you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're enjoying a Rolo right now. Yeah, it's very good. So this yeah. this is not your the normal standard that is Rolo. Not, no, that was a. Uh, we are during cheers beer week yeah. right now. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. And we came out with uh, several single keg infusions. The one we're kicking off was the Rolo, which is a salted caramel stout, and we infused it with cocoa nibs, vanilla bean, and almonds. And it's kind of a, the theory was, you know, it's already a sweet stout, make it a cookie. Yeah, it is like a cookie. That's a great description, <laughs> yeah. make it a cookie, because it does taste and, uh, like a cookie. Just why not? Yeah, it's know? great. But not overbearing. No, not at all. all. No, no, not at all. That's what I said. You get a glass of it, it's very dark, and you think, well, what have I got myself into? But it's not thick, it's not syrupy no. at all. No, it's very, very oh, tasty. Like yeah. To me, it tastes almost like a almond joy. <laughs> there you go. An almond joy yeah, beer. A little bit, yeah. I like almond joys a lot. So. <laughs> I don't like mounds. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever liked mounds. He, he divided so. up his Halloween stash. <laughs> yeah. For the trading. Yeah. That's right. right. So, you know, we always talk about on our podcast how lucky we are to, to live in a place with 160 plus breweries within minutes. We're up in the North County most of the time, so we even have 3540 up there. Absolutely. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what makes Longship Brewing unique as a brewery, as a place to work, and as a place to visit? Um, absolutely, yeah. Uh, I mean, as a brewery, I kind of touched on our brewing style of, you know, we want to make sure that anyone, anyone who comes in here has something they can enjoy. Uh, but we've actually had several instances where uh, people come in, claim they don't like beer, <laughs> and I take it as a personal challenge. <laughs> and it's worked. Uh, there was a couple who came in a while back who, you know, he likes beer, so he dragged her, her, her out. And this was the first place that she found something she enjoyed. Uh, I don't know if it's cheating, but it was our shandy. So it was yeah. a beer and soda it's not, mix. It's a gateway beer. It yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> it kind of had, had a cider quality to it. So we kept something like that on. Right now we do our uh, Blood Oath. It's a black currant Berliner Weiss. It's really good sour beer. Uh, with, Can we try that one? With Sprite. It's really good. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so, you know, we focus on making sure that anyone who comes in here has a good time and just enjoy themselves. Um, we focus on you know, making sure that anyone who's behind the bar knows what they're talking about, can answer any questions about beer, whether they're a brewer or not. Um, I mean, you know, often here behind the bar, Chuck, our lead brewer, is here as well. Uh, so, you know, any questions on the product, the process, we want answered. And, you know, people's enjoyment is our priority. That was my first trip here, that uh, the two people tending bar knew everything. I mean, they walked me through everything, and it was fantastic. And as I knew we had to come back, I, I sent you guys all a message saying, we got to come back here. Uh, I was very impressed. Not only do they know everything about the beers and the process, but they seemed genuinely delighted to be working here on a, on a Saturday afternoon. So that, that, was, that was really neat to see. Good job. Thank you. So let's just talking about verse. What, what's your favorite long ship beer? Let's say right now, because I know you can say all of them, but currently, currently it's the uh, Alting Alting Imperial Stout. Yeah. Uh, it's just I was so happy with it. It came out beautifully. Um, you know, now that it's finally cool, uh, cooling off, it's even better. Good. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, for a while it was between our Sunstone Pilsner and the Imperial Stout, which is kind of a very, very different. Um, but like I said, my palate changes depending on what I want. Right now, uh, I'm enjoying our Odin Sun Pale Ale, which is part of a, a, a Pale Ale series that we do where we keep the same grain bill, but change out the hops to show the different directions you can take a single beer. Uh, so, so we same same uh, malts, same, same malt, yeast. Same, uh, we're thinking about changing the yeast out in the future just to kind of shake it up a little bit. But, you know, same alcohol percentage, 4.9. Uh, same hop uh, IBU range, and, but they've all been completely different. And that's we're on number five right now, and it's just going to be keep going from there. Interesting. Um, so, I mean, it depends on it just depends on <laughs> yeah, what it just depends on the day. And we hope to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, would you uh, like to share a couple of your beers with us? Absolutely. Maybe do a couple tasters absolutely. with you and have you walk us through a couple beers? Yeah, yeah. your pleasure. Very great. All right. Thanks. All right, so we have a taster set up here. Thank you, Dan. You're yeah, very welcome. Uh, you. Now, just based on the names, what, tell mm -hmm. us what, what four beers we have here. So here we have the Blood Oath, Black Current Berliner Weiss, the Odin Sun Pale Ale, Odin Sun Number 5, the Citro Pale Ale, Rolling Fogger Hazy, and then I uh, figured I've been talking about the Alting so much, uh, <laughs> we might as well. Nice. So my question is, how much fun do you have sitting around coming up with your names? <laughs> a lot. Um, yeah, uh, we've actually gone through a transformation. I, I did kind of go, uh, did nerd out a little bit in the beginning, and then I realized that, you know, some of the names uh, can be a little hard to pronounce. Right. Uh, you know, we're still waiting on a... A little long to fit on a yeah, board. Yeah, we're still waiting on an appropriate beer for a Mjolnir and a Jormungand and... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all these, all these big names. But you but, have uh, them all sitting there yeah. waiting. waiting. Yeah. Needs a beer to match the name. Well, especially, you know, Thor's hammer. And he's a, oh, yeah, right, yeah, right, definitely. Right. Careful, yes. carefully, so. carefully. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't just use that one. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, the uh, actually, you know, all these kind of have a fun beginning. Um, the Odin Sun, uh, being that it's a series. Um, it's actually based on our original pale ale called the Allfather, which was a nickname for Odin. Uh, and these are all based on that original recipe, hence they're the sons of Odin. So okay. That's, that's, oh, yeah, that's nice. Fun to that. yeah. uh, I did uh, the Alting. Uh, that one is our anniversary beer and has been the name for our three anniversary beers so far. Um, we started tacking on the, the year because people kept asking for the Belgian Trappel from our first anniversary. Oh, okay. <laughs> we had our Scotch Ale, yeah. and then so, you know, just to kind of minimize the confusion. But the history behind that is every 10 years, um, it's they, the Norsemen held the Alting, which was actually the oldest still existing form of government. It's currently the name of the Icelandic Parliament. And basically, it was just an early form of government where the kingdom would get together and decide new laws, settle court cases, settle businesses, uh, and it was a giant gathering. In between, they had little smaller events, more regional, called tings, but the main one was the Alting. And, you know, that's so, you know, being our anniversary beer, we just had to go with it. Made, made yeah. sense. Makes sense. Yeah. It's, it's our gathering. It's our big celebration. So very cool. It's the Alting beer. Uh, I have been to another uh, Norse themed brewery in Corpus Christi, Texas, Lorelei Brewing. 
Okay. But they did not hold back on shortening names. <laughs> but none of the names fit on the on the marquees sure. or on their little taster setup. They had to abbreviate everything. Uh, which one do you suggest we start with? Here? Well, I suggest we start at the beginning with the Blood Oath. Here we go. It's a uh, black current Berliner Weiss. And it's a, it's a beautiful red color, yeah. Yes, it is. That was the inspiration for the name. <laughs> you wouldn't think you were being handed a beer, that's for sure. Yeah, that's true. It does nice, have this nice tartness. Bright tartness, nice bright berry flavor. Uh, just all around, just nice, refreshing beer. Yeah, that's a hot, hot summer day. Yeah, like a hot summer day would be, yeah, yeah this is super I refreshing. could drop an ice cube in here and not even be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we've had a lot of fun with this beer so far. Um, we're also one of the only breweries who, do, who does a, a blend menu. Uh, so we're not afraid to oh, mix a blend. our yeah, beers cool. together. And uh, when we get to the save a little bit, we'll get to the Rolling Fog. We blend that one together. Drop some it's of this really in there. Uh, one of our guys is actually really good at layering. So we can get a beautiful beer where you have the blood red top and then just the light oh, hazy bottom cool. and it looks fantastic but I mean the flavor itself is you know you know it's it's sour but not it's tart but not too bad yeah I could even generally this is the beer we say when people claim they don't like they beer don't they haven't beer. had a sour yet yeah. right um, you know I've had so many instances where people have a friend who are like super crazy IPAs here, here's some craft beer. Yeah. There's just so many styles that, you know, you never know right. what, what people are going to like. So. Well, this just has just, just backs off the tartness enough for me to enjoy it because a lot of times Joe and Tom do love their salads, yes. but usually the yeah. tartness is a little too far overboard for me, but this stops right on the line. So Good. I can enjoy the other flavors instead mm -hmm. of just just whining yeah, about just the tartness. Going, oh, yeah, getting the fucker <laughs> and going, oh. Because yeah. you can get the fruitiness, yeah. the juiciness in there without the, the tartness distracting from all of it. Mm -hmm. So Trust again, me, your, your, your calling card of balance shows up in that. Yeah. Sure. I, I've, I've seen the tartness faces they make. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And our whining and moaning. Yeah, and whining. Exactly. Yeah. That's something I no, never want to hear anymore. This is, this I could almost see dropping here. some of this in like in a milk stout too. Um, in, into or, or a You know, porter. that was actually one of the, tr the blends we tried that with the Rollo and then just, just that wasn't the right one for it. No? It sounds good on paper, but not, <laughs> <Yeah>. not in the <laughs> glass. Well, like the Ruben, I was thinking like the Rubinator. Yes. Up at Big Miniman's, but there they dropped the, the Ruby fruit beer into their, their uh, stout. And that, that's for some okay. reason, shouldn't it work, perfect. Sure. but it does work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you got next okay. then? So the next is the Odinson number five. Uh, like I said, our so Pale Ale series. Five. All right. Cheers. This one was brewed with Citra hops. Um, yeah, you can smell the citra smell there for yeah, sure. Top. Yeah, we, the first one we brewed, I think is still my favorite. It was very earthy and herbal, you know, very different from, you know, most IPA, uh, right. ales and IPAs right now where, where the focus is all that tropical flavor. But this one was just very well balanced with hops going a different direction. Um, but since then, we the second one was very piney, woody, grassy, leafy. Uh, third one, we just went old school American hops, Cascades, General Columbus. Mm -hmm. And the fourth one, uh, we add a little bit more tropical flavor in there, a little bit more citrus. And then this one, just primarily citra to bring out that, 
that great lime. It does have a little bit of the of the, the pine, but it's, mm -hmm. it's yeah, very it's subtle. subtle. Yeah. Very yeah. subtle. It's nice, crisp. It's good, yeah. Yeah, and it's only a 4.9% alcohol, so it's yeah, well, it must be must be far different from the first one, mm -hmm. the, the earthy one. Because this very, one's very much more of your your citrusy, crisp. Yeah. Right. No, no, it's a good, nice, clean finish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's easy to drink. Yeah, very good. Yeah, the beer this one was based off of. Uh, at home, I made the mistake of putting a kegerator next to my work desk. Uh -huh. and, uh, it's only a four. Instead of building it into the work desk, what's well, the mistake? Might part? as well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't have to get up, so I, I, you know, I drink out of a big mug at home. So I was like, oh, I'll just have half. Uh, oh, I'll just, just have half. Yeah. Well, it turns we out I really realized that, that a, a half is a pint. So, yeah. uh, you know, six pints later, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was like, oh. Half of a Viking Stein. <laughs> <There you Yeah. laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I brought out their drinking mugs. There you go. <laughs> we'll get a picture with it before we leave. Absolutely. Yeah. You have them back there. So what do we got next? We got the... The hazy, fog. right? Yeah. It's our hazy IPA, right. yeah, right. Rolling yeah. Fog. This one actually is a... Uh, our lead brewer, uh, Chuck, he made this one completely by himself, so... Here's Chuck. It's all on him. <laughs> it's all on him. But it's our best seller, so I, oh. you know. No, it is a great beer. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's and nice. And you recommend rolling a little of this on there? Is that what you said? I do, yeah. Um, yeah, the, cit the citrus and the, the orangey and tropical flavors from the IPA work really well with the berry flavors from the... Mm -hmm. This does have that that the pine and the resin yeah. that you expect yeah. from a San Diego from a, from IPA. IPA. So yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm going for it. I'm putting a little of the uh, blood oath. Do you call, do you have a special name for it when you mix it? The crimson fog. Oh, crimson! I like that. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> is that a secret <laughs> secret menu? I, I is it really on like tap? that. Yeah. That's yeah. That's my preferred way for both. Yeah, yeah. actually, I would say I agree because it. it it gets the, the best of each one. Yeah, and it, it kind of puts the them together. down and puts the hop, yeah. the hop uh, uh, character back into the other. <laughs> That's yeah, that really might, good. That might be my favorite one at this point right now. <laughs> I like the pale too, though. That was really good. And I like the roll up. Yeah, uh, yeah it's hard. Go back to the uh, blood oath. Oh, and then put a little sprite in it. And now you got your shandy. Oh. <laughs> and we have a shandy. <laughs> we have a shandy. <laughs> good thing I left some. Yeah. All right. Oh, we got more. There you go. All right, cheers. cheers. So Sandy. There you go. <laughs> Here's the summer. So four, somebody turns to six. <laughs> well, we're uh, somewhere in the depth of autumn, and it's an 80-degree day. Yeah, so. That's right. Oh, that yeah, is that's good, too. Oh, that's really good. I'm going to save that to finish with. And that now it's good. only at two and a half percent. Yeah. <laughs> drink, I drink that all day. So that's fill your water jug with that. Mm -hmm. Head off go. for your day. That's right. We frown on that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. As long as you're not driving. <laughs> Crimson driving, it, teaching, huh? whatever, anything. Yeah. Crimson time. Heading to court. Yeah. yeah. Uh, smooth sailing. No. Well, no. The, the mix. Oh yeah. Like Crimson piloting. Fog. No. Come back. We'll come back to that one. Crimson fog. Oh, that was really interesting. That is, how that's much, good. How much those like change yeah. with the, yeah. the adaptation, yeah. And then here we got our big boy. Got the big boy. <laughs> okay. The old thing. Buckle up, kids. 
So this is of, this is a uh, that's an imperial, imperial stout. stout. Okay. A lot of uh, chocolate notes in it. A lot of coffee roastiness that you get from a normal stout. I can smell the um, coffee there. Yeah. So I smell the chocolate. Not as boozy as you would imagine a thirteen percent beer to be. Thirteen. Uh, it is well, very well balanced. Cheers. Cheers. Thirteen point three percent. Go for it. It's in your beer zone. <laughs> uh, it is a goal Cheers. to max out my hydrometer, and this one came out pretty close. <laughs> so. That is so smooth, though, for a 13% beer. <laughs> you could get in some serious Now, I would guess that this was in the 7-8. Uh, yeah, I agree, I, I but I don't know. Not 13. Yeah. In it. <laughs> some yeah. alcohol no, you in can it, feel but, it. But you can taste 13. it, but not 13. Yeah, I took a picture oh. of the hydrometer. It was floating way above <laughs> the lines. The guys aren't going to believe this. Mm. Yeah. I think it was 1.1. Uh, Four, five original gravity. Mm -hmm. Really? Wow. So, this is one I could have a tulip of this, but there's yeah. no way I'm getting through yeah. 12 or 16 You'd be ounces. Surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might, though, as you have a tulip of it, then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, right, this is right. tasting pretty good. Let's keep going. I'm not a sipper, but this one would force me to sip. Because yeah. it's, yeah. it's really flavorful. It's, there's it's, a lot of flavor. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I, you can't just, you can't you can taste, this I got one the chocolate in your mouth. And, is, and then yeah, the coffee. Every taste bud is firing. <laughs> So a hydrometer is a, essentially a, it's a simple tool that measures the density of a liquid and we use it in brewing to calculate the uh, alcohol content. Okay. So there's a formula where you take the gravity or the density uh, before, uh, before fermentation and after and the difference is the alcohol content. So when the hydrometer is high, it looks, yeah. So. It, and it floats depending on the density. Um, and yeah, it was almost out of the tube with this one. <laughs> uh, like it jumps out, whoa, I guess I gotta get it. Even it was scared of the spear. That's funny, <laughs> that's so funny. All right, well, so good. you're brewing with Chuck. Is that the, the whole brewing team, the two of you? Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's been uh, with me since the beginning. Um, you know, brewing the first couple batches, um, and he's now pretty much taken over uh, all the workload of the brew house, kind of free me up to do all the other owners. Oh, right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, in the Brewing with Chuck uh, classes, we do once a month, where we invite people to come back with us. Uh, we actually have my old homebrew system in the back, and we do small test batches once a month uh, of just random experiments we want to try well, that's cool. uh, mm -hmm. without risking a whole yeah, size sure, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Makes sense. You know, it's it's a lot easier to dump a uh, five gallon batch of yeah. a bad beer than a 10 barrel batch of a bad <laughs> beer. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, and so, how well, often does something come out of that as so this needs to go big, we need, we need to take this to the big brew system? Um, it gets tricky because we we go with such crazy ideas that scalability later becomes an issue. Uh, however, the Rolo was one of them. Um, the Alting was another one. Um, the Sour was one of them. Uh, so we just you know we try a bunch of different things, uh, especially when we have crazy ingredients. Uh, it also allows us to have beers that we normally wouldn't be able to make. Uh, for instance, one beer that I need to make again because it was really good, but it's a cranberry almond chocolate oatmeal brown. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's, 
It's breakfast. I basically took a cookie recipe, deconstructed it, and make it, made it into That's, a beer. Yeah. And it's phenomenal, but I will never make a big batch of it just because yeah. it's... Oh, can we get in one. on the uh, yeah, it's just or, or with the small batch and yeah. you get yeah. in there? We yeah, need an extra meeting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really <laughs> good one, uh, but it's just it's just not feasible. And that's that's kind of one of the beauties of home brewing mm -hmm. is that you are able to do these crazy ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, the last brewing of Chuck, we made a he made a pumpkin beer, and he used five pounds of pumpkin in a five gallon batch. You know. That's pretty pumpkin. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of pumpkin. Yeah. Uh, so scaling that up is a bit of a bit of a doozy unless we can somehow Drinking figure a out. You're spitting out seeds. Figure, yeah. Yeah, figure out how to bake uh, yeah. what, hundred and something pounds, pounds of pumpkin. Of pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a lot. So. so, but you know, we we do take some. Uh, actually, the Pilsner was one of the ones that we just went straight to big batch, and that one we took as a personal challenge. Uh, Pilsners, you know, for as light as they are. They're very technically difficult beer to make. Yes. Uh, that's why for a long time people were avoiding them because they're very difficult and they take a longer time with the fermenter, so it ties ties you up a bit. Um, but you know, it to us it's a it's an indicator of how good a brewery is because with we, the flavors. We walk in a brewery, we're yep. gonna try a lager or a pilsner. Yep. Even though it's not our, our number one favorite type of beer, we want to see what a brewer's made of. That's that's what you start with, yeah. right? There's nothing to hide behind. You either get it right or you don't. You know, with an IPA, yes, they're great, but you can just always add more hops to cover up that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the hoppier. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, but I think ours turned out great. Uh, I will admit our color is a little dark for what a Pilsner should be, but we don't want to touch it because the flavor's so the good. The flavor's so right. Yeah. Just, you know, we won't win any competitions, but... That's not what we're here for. All uh, right. You want something that, like you said, that people, people are going to drink another one or another, another, another one. one. Exactly. So, right. exactly. What's it like, um, the brewing community in San Diego? It's as a new, new I, kid, newer kid on the block. As a newer kid on the block, it's, I can say it's a, it's a great community to be part of. Uh, it's very collaborative. Everyone is very open. Everyone is, it's still in the mentality that everyone, even the, the big boys in San Diego, uh, we're all still kind of fighting the macro beer, you know, mm -hmm. the Buds and the Coors and the Millers. And so everyone's, you know, all the collaborations that are available and that people want to be part of and everyone kind of helping each other out to to get ahead of, mm -hmm. of those guys. Um, so it's, I came from the jewelry business, which is very, very cutthroat. <laughs> um, so this was a refreshing change of pace for me where people are, oh, you're in the yeah, industry. Like the whole concept of the industry, you know, taking care of the industry people, um, you know, it was refreshing and it's nice where you can just go in somewhere and say, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're one of us. And, um, and, you know, we try to try to give back to that community. We, we try to do some collaborations. Um, but it's overall, it's it's a lot of fun. You know, we have we're part of the San Diego Brewers Guild, and you know it, it, they do a good job of putting together uh, networking and educational events as well. So it's you know it's a good group to be part of. Um, but it's it's just fun. You know, everyone good. everyone at at heart, everyone's here for the beer. Right. <laughs> so you know, everyone has a common goal, common cause. Uh, it is, it, you know, obviously it does get competitive, off once, especially once we start doing distribution. Right, distribution we, we hear, is that, that's where yeah, it's a that, little different. Yeah, that, that's where it's cutthroat. Um, you know, we had a guy 
who had done had a lot of experience in another city with distribution who did not even want to touch San Diego uh, just because it's it's so competitive. We have 160 breweries yeah, now. Give or take. Yes. Everyone's trying to get every single tap right. in the city. Right. Uh, we're not that greedy. We do want some, but not all of them. Um, so that's where it gets ugly. But besides that, it's it's very open. Very. Well, what are you guys doing? Oh, mm-hmm. that sounds fun. Let me try that. And now we'll let's put these two ideas together. You know, let's brew beer and have fun. I forget because we're so spoiled to live here with all the great breweries. But sometimes we'll go to an event, like a U2 concert a couple of years ago, where it's it was all the macro breweries. You couldn't right. get anything else except for a couple of pretend micro brews. Sure. And then wait a minute, how's this happening in San Diego? How come I can't get and right. list 150 different options I should be able to get because I'm in San that Diego? Kind of happened to me. I went to a Gold's game last year and I was looking around. I was like, yeah, you know. Being in the industry, we're kind of we pay attention to who gets right, yeah. bought up and who's what and what's you know you you're more familiar with what's local and what's not and all the dirty little secrets everyone <laughs> has um, and yeah it's just and not that I'm bashing the goals and no <laughs> right, no but, no but uh, you're not going to make me pay twelve dollars for a Goose Island yes that is uh, not happening you know there was one booth that did have you know Thorn and Right. Some of the other yes. little guys, uh, but yeah, it's kind of like, well, you know, we're it's San Diego. I mean, even the diviest dive bar has craft beer now. Yes, yeah. which is fantastic. Right. Right. Even Mexican restaurants now have craft beer. That took that took a that, long time. Right. <laughs> that's, that's true. And that started a lot with the Mexican loggers that people are right, making. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the pilsners. The logger. You don't have to tell talent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Mexican loggers. That's, that's something. There's something in the yeast. I've, yeah. I've used the yeast for something, and there's something about it. I yeah, know. I just I'm, I grew, that's I'm I, sitting close to the day. They don't like it. <laughs> I, I always bring I always bring Mexican lagers. Yeah. Hey, you guys got to try this Mexican yeah. lager. But that's like kind of what I grew up on. So I just I just really enjoy Mexican lagers. So that's funny. So, all right. So here's our, our our final question, really, for you is kind of what's next for you guys? What's next for Longship Brewing? What do you guys got future plans for any beers, the brewery? You know, you're calling us when that opens. Yeah, know, yeah. Stout comes. Yes, right. yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we're always. Like I said, we're always coming out with new new beers. Um, we did recently run a uh, homebrew competition for an English mild, uh, and that uh, it's the second time we've we've done a homebrew competition. And we always choose off styles, something that people most likely would not have brewed, um, just to challenge people. I mean, that's that's why we found brewing fun is for that challenge right can you make a beer good uh can you make something that you don't have very much experience in uh so you know the winners will be coming in and bring a full batch with us so it'll be we'll have an english mild on soon um and we are making a big push for distribution uh, so expect to Start see to our see beers, okay. beers right. everywhere yeah. out there. Uh, we, are, we do have a couple bars and restaurants that carry our beer, and we're very happy to, to be working with everybody, and we'll be working with them. And, what are those but, bars yeah. and restaurants? Go ahead and share uh, the names. Currently, <laughs> uh, Burger Bench in Escondido, uh, O'Brien's in uh, on Convoy, Grains on Adams Avenue. It's a vegan restaurant. Um, 
You're, you're going to be up there you uh, tomorrow. Yeah, 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 but yeah. you're not going to a vegan restaurant, are you? I'm not going to a vegan restaurant. But I, but I will be looking for Longship Brewing now. They're, on, they're on. the ones that we've that yeah. been working yeah, with right us now, for so. probably the longest right now. Uh, a couple bars and restaurants that we had worked in the past are going to be hopefully carrying our beer again yeah. soon. Um, uh, you know, we're we're, we're going to stay local. Our ambition isn't necessarily to be the next the next Stoner Ballast Point, right. but you know we definitely do want to get out there in the city. Continue and, to grow the product exactly. a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, we we did do a lot of pre-planning in here. We have a lot of room for growth in here. We still have a lot of potential in here. Um, you know, we actually, for our staff, a uh, majority of them are fairly new. Um, most of them came on in July, right before our anniversary, which was kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so we, we have a lot of potential, and then we're, we're looking to, to make that happen. Well, they, yeah, I think you guys are doing the right thing. Yeah. With the important part, I think, is to get the beer right first, and yeah, then, then worry sure. about the rest sure. of it. Because the then right beer, you guys are doing a, a great good job beer. with that. Yeah, got yeah. good people. Yeah. So good luck to you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, this has been a great time at Longship Brewing. Uh, thank you for meeting with us. Yeah. I'm gonna get the last name right. Dan Yajimovich. 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 I didn't even get close. Yajimovich. Yajimovich. It was a, it was during rainy days, it was a test to see who can get my last name right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, school's out. Go yeah. home. We'll try again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cheers. Right, cheers. Tim, yeah, thank, cheers you. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you. I knew my wife loved me when she said <laughs> that. What do you, do we, do we, do we, is it Skull? Skull. 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 It's been a great time yeah. at Longship Brewing in San Diego, California. Thank you very much, Dan. But right now, we got to run. B double E double R U N beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, be right. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, be